Welcome to Inside Flicks. This is a movie discussion podcast. My name is Mike, and like always, I'm here with my two brothers, Richard and Raymond. And in this episode, we're going to take a look at Tomorrow War, the new Amazon film that stars Chris Pratt as a high concept science fiction action film. Let's, well, let me play a clip of the trailer and then we'll begin. Fighting a war 30 years in the future. Is this a joke? Our enemy is not human. We need you to fight. You got drafted. I will be back. Why is this happening? What about the teacher's deferment and the veteran's deferment? If I don't go, they're going to draft you in my place. But if something does happen to me, you and Mary will be taken care of. If something happens to you, Dan, 70% of draftees do not return. Sometimes a man does what's best for his family, not himself. Move your shirt, please. So what's this for? It's just a test. Oh, a seatbelt. Was it a driving test? No? You don't have jokes in the future? All right, uh, let's uh, tell us about the cast in this movie. Other than Chris Pratt, who else stars in this? Other than Chris Pratt, the film stars Yvonne Swarovski, uh, J.K. Simmons, Betty Gilpin, Sam Richardson, uh, Edwin Hodge, and um, small appearances by Marilyn Jarabska and Mike Mitchell. Yeah. And who's the director of this? The director is Chris McKay. Of, I guess he did the uh, the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. And also, I think he's an Emmy-winning director of Robot Chicken. So he comes from an animation background. This is his first live-action directorial debut. And uh, what, what, give us the, the synopsis, Rich. The basic synopsis is uh, Chris Pratt is a family man who was drafted to, to fight in the future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront the past. Yeah, so like uh, like you were saying, Pratt plays an ordinary high school teacher. He's a science teacher. He also has a military background. He, he later learns that he is recruited to fight in this futuristic war against monsters, aliens, uh, the I guess the movie starts kind of with this high concept about, about these time travelers coming from 30 years into the future. They arrive in present day and they set up a massive public campaign to recruit soldiers to for this uh, global war that hasn't happened yet. And as a result, a massive group of uh, civilians are, are drafted in to fight this tomorrow war and where they must travel into the future for a do or die mission to save the planet. And, um, I, you know, let me start by saying that um, personally, I'm an anti-war. I have an anti-war stance. I'm all for pulling our troops out of the Middle East and sending them back home. Despite all that, I love freaking war movies. Uh, I love Black Hawk, Black Hawk Down, Saving Prior Ryan. I even love Lone Survivor, <laughs> that Mark Wahlberg movie. There's this really great Korean movie, uh, uh, Takaji, The Brotherhood of War, which is about the Korean War that, that was made in the early 2000s, which is really good. Uh, but there's something about these war movies that's are, that, that are about camaraderie. It's about bond. It's about fighting with your brothers in arms and stuff like that. It's also about the courageousness of, of not only fighting for yourself, but also fighting for your fellow soldiers, fighting for the common good. Uh, I didn't find that 
idea in this movie at all. Not, this, not, not an ounce of that in this movie. This is just a, <laughs> a bang, bang, shoot em up uh, aliens versus yeah. uh, humans, whatever. And But that's what I was expecting. I was expecting the kind of like, this is going to be like, kind of like, let's go, guys. Let's f- f- fight this tomorrow war. And it really, it just was kind of clumsy, I find. I don't know. What was your first reactions to this movie, Rich? Well, seeing the trailer and seeing the the that the uh, Amazon uh, had no reviews or whatever, didn't, uh-huh. no press for it, I wasn't really expecting much. So um, I was actually uh, surprised to be. Um, uh, I, I expected the aliens to look horrible because they didn't show any of it during the trailers or mm-hmm. deep space or whatever, and I was actually surprised that. It looked a lot better than I thought it was going to be. But other than that, the movie was <laughs> it was exactly what I, I was expecting. Uh, uh, just basic, really, uh, you know, uh, a Roland Emmerich uh, kind of uh, movie, but even worse. Yeah, there's the, it feels like it was inspired by a lot of uh, uh, Independence Day that, that, that. Yeah, the nineties, the whatever, the, uh, the 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 basic ones though, not not the the ones that are just you know, like those. Alien- I wouldn't say Starship Troopers, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, no, but, I think um, I think Independence Day is, plays a, a major role. Maybe even uh, maybe even like. But even uh, that had a better script. Than that. <laughs> uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on the Tomorrow War? Well, um, I wasn't expecting much from the movie because I I I didn't like the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And also the the I felt like the kind kind of like Richard was saying I felt like the this movie was kind of being hidden in a way mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um uh, I actually I I really enjoyed it I thought the movie was extremely entertaining um I if it was very much kind of like a '90s throwback to me it was um uh yeah like Independence Day mixed with like another Roland Emmerich film with like Universal Soldier. Uh-huh. Uh mixed with like uh the lesser Terminator sequels. Um <laughs> and and I and I still think it's better than most of the lesser Terminator sequels. Um I I and I actually really enjoyed Chris Pratt in this movie. I've I've Chris Pratt's one of those actors that kind of for a while I've been getting a little a little tired of him because he's kind of been doing the, the same thing over and over again. And this one, he was kind of doing a bit more of a 90s action star type of thing. And um, while it wasn't particularly great, it was different. And um, I didn't, I, I wasn't annoyed by him in this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And um, well, what, what... I, I, I enjoyed everyone in the cast, really. I thought everyone in the cast was uh, really good. And um, the, the, I think the movie also had a little bit of a, like a, a video game vibe to it like it also kind of remind me remind me of the video game franchise uh gears of war mm. it was kind of like that video game franchise i guess a little bit mixed with like the roland emmerich movies from the 90s like roland emmerich's better movies because i think this is better than anything roland emmerich has done in the past maybe two decades oh wow uh, <laughs> rich do you, oh, you agree no with that? i don't i don't agree about it but <laughs> i haven't seen anything in the last decade <laughs> i guess from roland emmerich so um, um, I'm, I may halfway agree with you. I think the only problem with this movie is that it has a very underdeveloped screenplay, and that yeah. it kind of is overstuffed and overjammed, and doesn't really uh, take the time to uh, focus on one thing. But uh, regardless, I was just surprised that I was entertained by the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a lot of fun watching the movie, and I would probably watch it again um, wow, a couple really? years from now. 
Uh-oh. a couple of years from now. <laughs> what well, what movies did you found that Chris Pratt was annoying? You you mentioned that he sometimes comes off. I think he's horrible in the Jurassic World movies. Uh, I thought he was horrible in uh, Gr- Guardians Volume Two. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I I never finished uh, the. Um, jennifer lawrence movie he he made with her but i i didn't i i, I didn't like him in that movie and, wow uh, so this he, is he's a... been pretty he's been pretty missed for me for a while and, but you're a big part i mean i i i yeah i loved him back in the parks and rec days i, I loved him back in his comedy days and i loved him in the first guardians but he's been very missed for me mm-hmm. okay <laughs> well, i mean wow. i'm sure there's been something he's worked he's worked in me for me lately but i'm i'm not <laughs> You're not thinking. You know, he was good and onward, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is the first time where I I realized that maybe he has hit his the the ceiling of his talent. I mean, it's to me, it feels like he was repeating Star Lord here, someone who's just a goofy. Really? I didn't get Star Lord at all. Well, so no, maybe not the character itself, but it seems like he's playing the same beats. I'm a goofy hero, ordinary dude who's stuck. Well, that's by- just the role. Right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean that I. Uh, it just feels like he was kind of repeating himself. I I didn't see him stretching his wings a little bit in this role. You no, know, that that that's him. I mean, that's but um I didn't all his hit- uh all the bravado he gets um all the is exactly uh, that character that he built for himself. So, yeah. Why why change it now? I mean, that's uh, that's his bread and butter, you say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't hate him in this movie. I just wish that he could, we could have seen a new, you know, different side of to to him, a different side of the character or something like that. But he, actually, he's the problems I have with the movie is the logic around the time travel uh, oh, no, situation. No, no. You know, this it just didn't make any sense to me to the point where I. Begin to what part qu- didn't it make? I guess we'll have to get into the spoiler uh, section. Yeah. But yeah, I, but- I, I was, I thought, I thought the time travel ideas in this were, were really, really cool and like really inventive and wow. different than different than what we've gotten in any it, time travel movie. I thought it was flimsy to the point to the point where I had I begin to question the actions of the characters in the movie, like, like was this really the best course of action to save the future? And couldn't they just do like X, Y, and Z before kind of initiating this global wide military military draft? So I I I don't know. I, I thought, and we'll talk about that later at the end of this episode where we're going to spoilers. All right. So that I couldn't get over the logic, and and and, but I I could I understand like you know, this is not. This is not part. This is not trying to be scientifically, you know, accurate. This is a big, no. stupid sci-fi action movie. But okay. there is some, there is a certain threshold of, of stupidity that I would allow before I go. Nah, man, this this doesn't make any sense to me. You know, like I, I can't let some of this shit slide, even though it is a stupid movie. Like I, I just, you know. I don't know. I never really got that experience ever before because usually I'm the guy who th- couldn't care less about the time travel. But the way it was so flimsily structured, I just go now. I just now I can't. I, that doesn't make sense. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I like sci-fi enough to give give most of that stuff a pass. I mean, yeah. But uh, you know, sort of like boss level, which I loved, and also uh, syn- um, synchronic, which is uh, you know, 
they both deal with time as well. Oh, see, chronic, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, they were more invent inventive, at least synchronic was. But um, but they, I think they, they seem to have a structure that was where the rules, there's certain rules that they have established. But this, this movie seems like there were some rules, then it didn't follow through with those rules, and they kind of made it up as, as it go as it went along. Yeah, but but I, I I did get that a little bit. Like they did kind of set up a bunch of rules in the beginning, and then they didn't quite follow up with it. Yeah, but I usually give those these types of movies a pass if I'm entertained, you know. Enough. Oh yeah, and um, you were entertained. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to say I was entertained by this film as as least for what it was. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm 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 just saying that it's not great. It's not. <laughs> It's barely I don't good. think anyone is. Yeah. I don't think anyone is saying this movie is great. I I I think it's better than than barely good. But um, uh, I'm just saying it could have been a lot better. That's what um, I guess I I could say because the the script could have been a lot better and mm -hmm. the direction could have been a lot better. Um and, and um, they had uh, good actors. I guess you could mm -hmm. say. Um and what's your thoughts the, on what's your thoughts on Sam Richardson who kind of he's a comedian he he's he's basically basically the 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 comic relief in this movie right i thought he did well, he I, delivered he's delivered his lines but uh, some of the lines were just you know dull i mean they didn't uh land as well but i liked his delivery not, on it well it's not it, this is this is this movie does have a really bad screenplay none of the jokes in the screenplay are, are necessarily funny but i thought sam richardson did a great job at just elevating the script elevating the the bad material yeah, yeah. and um i usually don't really like him in movies i'm uh. not a big fan of him but I, I i really enjoyed him here i thought i thought this was um a great role for him really yeah it was an interesting idea that he's like a uh a science teacher too or he's uh no he's a i wish he was actually in i wish he was in the movie more i like the idea that he was an ordinary guy kind of stuck in this draft and he was like uh just believing that he was going to die in the first minute of the after the try time travel that's an uh, that's an interesting idea. I just would have loved to see a little more of the character, other than that kind of that you know repeating that same joke over and over again. He was fine. I you know like like G there's a small row with J.K. Simmons. I would have liked to see a little more of that. Yeah, you know that relationship between he plays uh, Chris Pratt's father. I would like to see a little bit strange more. father. Right. So uh, there there were some good elements in this this movie. There's some good ideas that it was just never felt like it. It came uh, together in a way that I found entertaining. I mean, I do like once we finally get to see the aliens. I do kind of like the alien designs of the of the creature. What was your thoughts on the creature designs in this movie? I thought it looked great. Uh, I thought oh, it, me too. Me too. Was it a bad robot film? No, no, no. It wasn't bad robot, but it was the other film, the company. But uh, it did felt a lot like uh, the oh, um, Cloverfield. Uh, it, it felt yeah, like Cloverfield and uh, um, the Star Trek creatures also. On the um, new Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams one. I know, I'm not sure who was the, the the special effects team behind it, but I, I do like the design. I heard I heard uh, critics complaining about it. I actually kind of was really impressed by the look of the the look of the monster designs, and uh, yeah, I was I was pleased. I just uh, unfortunately it just uh, you know once we get to the the, the battles, it, we're like an hour into the movie. I'm like, damn man, <laughs> this should have been like much quicker to get to the to the to the to the war part of the of the movie oh, I, I i just didn't have that issue mm. 
it just kind of went by pretty quick for me yeah i mean um making uh creatures for uh the daytime is very hard i mean you could get away with a lot i mean if it's all shot in dark like pitch black and stuff like that. yeah mean, yeah but yeah i mean so i i think they did pretty well and it, it was it was mike elizonde so i like him he's a good guy he was the creature design yeah he's the hellboy guy mm-hmm. oh cool yeah uh, uh so um let's get to the grade uh rich how would you grade this well like i said i wasn't i, I didn't hate it but yeah i mean it, it wasn't yeah it's not a film i'm i'm ready to see twice uh so i'll, I'll just give it a c minus yeah I'm, I'm thinking the same thing but I, i'll give it a c i do like the action scenes i do like once we finally get to, to see the aliens i think they were fun and uh but everything else kind of falls apart. And also, like I said, the logic about the, the time travel stuff, it just, just didn't work for me. Uh, Raymond, what's your grade? I gave a C plus. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a six out of 10. I mean, I mean, what, what else do you want? No, uh, I thought you were going to go a lot higher. Okay, never mind. All right, so let's get into a spoiler section. So if anyone who hasn't seen The Tomorrow, Tomorrow War, uh, stop now and we'll... we'll because we're going to be talking, we're going to talk a little bit of spoilers. Uh, l- let me start by saying just the time travel stuff. Now, maybe you guys could help me out because I thought this was kind of weird. Because the way they described the time travel was that there's a river, there's two boats, and they were able to build a bridge to the two boats. But the two boats are still riding down the river. So that's why there's this seven-day kind of rule that they only have seven days to to go into the future and that's how they explained it that's what i'm but yeah i think that's how they explained that the seven day rule that they only have that's you know once they jump into to the future they only have seven days before they jump back uh, and also uh, they also set up that you can o- they can only travel to a certain point in time so everyone has has to be a certain age mm-hmm. uh, and everyone that's working on the other end has to also be a certain age because they if they if you communicate with someone that's of a different age or of an age that from your timeline or whatever from when you're coming from then you cause a paradox yeah they they, then, they explain that chris pratt and the rest of the the, the drafted military soldiers uh, uh, die within the 30 day 30 years of, into the future so mm-hmm. like like chris pratt i think he says they say that he dies seven yeah, years from now had, yeah yeah seven years from now and um that's the reason why you know that's one of the requirements of the draft the the, the, only, the, the, the thing I, I just didn't get is like it seems like they they set up this kind of two alternate or at least two worlds so they got the, the yes. present day and then you got the tomorrow war you know universe and somehow because wouldn't it be easier just to send information back to the past and just have everyone just prepare prepare for the invasion mm-hmm. and then like and Where then start yeah well that that they did that that's the beginning of the movie if i'm not mistaken uh, when they show up in, in the middle of a soccer game um i think that i think that was the purpose of the of, the, of it to like to get everyone ready but then i, I guess they just uh, they discovered a way that they could travel to the future and it was like a one-time thing so they they tried to uh, take advantage of it, right, and see if, I, see if uh, see if they could ch- change change things. I don't right? know. I don't think that's the case. I think the the whole idea was to 
jump back into the future and then draft Draft. a lottery yeah yeah i mean because like there's multiple people who go to, to well the tomorrow. You know, to be to, to be fair that that when they they when they arrive for the first time and they, and they give the speech it's a super quick sequence and they really <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. so yeah, they don't explain it, much it's right? it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of up to you in a way but the, the way i saw it the way i just the what i just said is the way i saw it I well mean, i i, I like the way you say it but i don't think that was the way they said it i mean i think they, they came in with the intention that they're going to start this draft so they could get people into the the tomorrow war and i, could, I don't know maybe i just don't see it that i think it's something they just I don't know. I, for, I I forgot the beginning of the movie, but I think they were like pe- people were just like prepare, preparing to like move or stuff like that. People just, uh, I don't know. They were they were preparing for something, and then out of nowhere they got they got news. Like oh oh no, I'm uh, I've been chosen right. for this this thing, and then um, I don't know. It seems like some time had gone by. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it it, it took it was a couple months before you know a- after they showed up. Richard, what's your thoughts on the logic behind the the time travel? Time travel, I, I I didn't really I didn't really care about it, like I said before, but I'm talking about the technology of the the guns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why the hell are they? This is the what? How many years in the future? 30? Thirty years in the future. They're still using pea shooters compared to. I mean, you got a whole. I mean, if you're if you know that the uh, the world is coming to the end. You focus all your stuff into the military. You, you get your Tony Starks involved and stuff. <laughs> you get you get uh, you start working. You know. Where's the edge of Where's the edge of tomorrow? Fucking uh, 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 suits up, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's uh, only th- it's only thirty years in the, into the future. So. Well, how how many years was the edge of tomorrow? I I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, if you're gonna make rules up, why not make you know make it fifty or sixty years? Or and something? why why would, why are they just using guns? Why aren't they using some kind of grenades that go? I mean, you get you get you get, uh, um. Hit hit them because the, the the aliens could only get killed by the throat or the or their belly. The, be- the belly. So just yeah. so get some fucking grenades or whatever. Some 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 kind of you know. Well, it uh, seems it seemed like the draft was only willing. They only needed bodies. It didn't seem like they were actually using the people as actually real good military guys. I mean, they just needed people to die. I mean, it's such a, have, it was such you, a cruel way to, to draft these people. I mean, they still got the yeah. basic basic stuff that they were doing in, in you know, in, in uh, the That's uh, actually, the Iraq War. I mean, the helicopters and shit like that. I mean, yeah. basic helicopters and tanks and shit. I mean, uh, I'm, uh, you know, eight, eight, you know, I don't know. It was just you know, get some technology involved. Makes uh, design something. Cool. Okay, I don't di- I don't disagree with that, but I didn't I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but there was no I, reason I, there, there were, they should have only been ten months into the future or something because of, oh because uh, of the way the way they they were the the, the gear they have yeah oh. well the, no I I don't disagree because the future and the past they really didn't look all that different they look not at all they look they look the same well we find um, out, I mean we, and this is spoilers we do find out that basically Yvonne Strahovski who is the the colonel of the war she's like the main person she turns out to be chris pratt's daughter in the movie yeah. and even i think even that so wouldn't that have created the paradox though or or did or did that just prove that they were wrong about that no it wouldn't I mean, it, not necessarily or is that or the, or did that or that did that create two separate timelines well the thing is i think two separate timelines already exist it seems like the tomorrow war i mean was there was there two different timelines before those characters interacted maybe maybe there was one timeline and uh 
that was the jump you know they were like okay we have to do this perfectly you know we have one chance and then you know uh, that's why they had, you know, the young scientists and, and well, the there's, old there's, people traveling in the future. There, there's multiple jumps, though. I mean, remember that the the other guy, the Edward Hodge right. character, <laughs> he he was he was a veteran of the Tomorrow War. He went he jumped multiple oh. times to the war for souvenirs from somebody else's kill. <laughs> yeah, he, he he has a, he has a uh, a, 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 a knife or he has a, to- a tooth, right, or something. Uh, it looked like a, a nail. A nail, yeah, of one of the creatures. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I didn't understand. You have all these... Mil- there was a certain group of militaries who have jumped multiple times into the future, and they were hard edge, they were hardcore, and yet they didn't want to help the other, you know, draftees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell them, like, shoot for the belly. Like, yeah. I mean, shoot for the belly should have been, like, on day one, you know, they should have told yeah. them. They should, I don't understand why they kept this a secret that they were I think fighting they these did. They were doing They were doing some gun range shit and then uh, a sequence and... Oh. Yeah, and, you know... Well, he said they, they yeah, said... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very it's a very half-baked script. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, I, just, I just couldn't... I couldn't get over why... But do, do you have any other issues... This. Any other issues with the, the time travel, though? Only that the, there seems like there's two different alternative there's the present day and this the, the futuristic day and in the future war it seems like they're losing the war that's why they jumped back to get more soldiers so they could win this tomorrow war mm-hmm. and yeah. it seems like even though let's say even though it was a probably a better plan to just like jump back in the future tell what what's going to go on, what's going to happen 30 years from now and have everyone get ready for this just invasion that's what they did not really. They just all they did was just set up this draft so they could have people fight in the Tomorrow War. How about just set just send like a couple people or whatever, whatever you need, to convince the the world that this Tomorrow War is going to happen in 30, 30 years, and prepare them with like this is this is where the aliens are going to first appear. They they say in Russia, and get ready because they're going to come here and let, and let's all be prepared let's all have a, a global initiative to stop this invasion that's never that's going to happen we know when we know who we know shoot the belly but that doesn't happen for, in this movie you know, for, for some reason i, I it's, it's been a couple of days since i watched the movie but i'm pretty sure they they answered that i'm pretty sure that was okay. acknowledged maybe they did acknowledge but it. i but I have, i'd have to i'd have to rewatch it i i don't i don't really want to but <laughs> i but i but i'm pretty sure that was there was a line acknowledging that. Well, to me, it felt like they were setting up these two kind of paradoxes or two two universes where there's a tomorrow okay. war that they they're losing the war and they don't want to lose the war. So that the reason why they that's why the reason they went to in the past to collect more people to fight in this war, hopefully to to turn the tables. But uh, in the end of the day, they uh, all they did was to. Um, they found a serum, <laughs> a serum, yeah, a serum which, odd. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can, I can see that being the plot too. But the thing is, the whole, uh, you're, I mean, the whole thing is so half baked. Yeah, it's, you can and kind it's, of interpret. It, you can interpret this movie in many, in many. <laughs> you can interpret it. This the, scenes in different many in many different ways. This is a Rorschach of a film, <laughs> of a sci-fi film. It means different for different people, I guess. Yeah. No, it's just it's the you know this movie is just. It's just a bunch of patch patchwork of a bunch of different, uh, uh, sci- uh, you know, a- alien invasion movies. But there were so many different, uh, I think, really cool ideas in this film. 
Yeah, and, I, and, I think, especially with the time travel. Yeah, I like. And that. I think um, I think a lot of it was executed well enough. I just, I just, you know, it's this is a terrible screenplay. I mean, <laughs> I think the screen the the writer for this is like I think his first movie. Uh, I think he did a couple things before that. I can't remember. Zach Dean is his name, and I think he did a lot of B movies though. But uh, um, he wrote a Deadfall. movie called Yeah Deadfall. Deadfall yeah, was pretty shit. cool, but that was, that was a crime thriller. This is his, yeah. This is his first like sci-fi movie. But mm-hmm. uh, what I like about this, I, I do like the third act of this movie where they went to Russia, where eventually Chris Pratt Pratt comes home after convinces his dad (laughs) convinces his dad who is this kind of off the grid um anti-government guy he's buff as hell (laughs) jake jake simmons is buff as hell in this movie and uh he convinces him to uh to lead this you know this squad of soldiers uh to find the the first alien uh uh the ufo that's hidden under the and that's another thing This, this is very uh America, fuck yeah! I mean, this is uh, there's there's no. I mean, why not ask the Russians? This movie seems like it's only American centric. You know, all the characters are American, and 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 all all the heroes are American in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yet yet Chris Pratt is watching soccer for yeah, whatever right, reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but no, I think the third act of this movie was pretty cool, and I would have loved to see that. Like I would love the to movie. see some Russians. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I, I always to... interpret. I always, I always interpret the the soccer thing as they were trying to get the message to uh, to a glo- global reach. Oh yeah, no problem. But I'm just, if if that was me and someone says, "Oh, did you see the guys, the, the those guys from the future in the soccer game?" Mm. I go, "Uh, no. When was this?" Oh, like two weeks ago, because <laughs> you know? I'm not, I'm not, you know, that I wouldn't watch. I'm not, I'm American. I'm not watching soccer. It, it would, it would be on, it would be on the news. So. It would have, it would have been better, you know, maybe a basketball game because I think basketball, well, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Those no, are, I don't, I don't think, I don't. It's, it's hmm. basketball global. Yeah, it's it's global. It's it's probably the most global okay. American American sport there is, but. Uh, so, no, but soccer is very, very. I think big. I think soccer's more global than oh, basketball. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. But America doesn't watch soccer. No, no, it doesn't matter. You don't watch soccer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's so many other pro- bigger problems in this movie. But the thing is, um, that sh- you know, the third act of this movie where they go to f- try to find the UFO, uh, cr- the, the the crash site of the UFO. Should have yeah. been the main plot of the whole movie, not this whole. Kind I thought of... that. I thought that. I thought that should have been the sequel. Or something. <laughs> it felt like a little. I thought at that at that point mm. at that point I think the movie should have ended. I liked all of that stuff actually. Well, maybe not the part with you know, uh, with uh, they they have to get help from uh, one of Chris Pratt's uh, science students. That oh, was yeah. pretty dumb. <laughs> that was very like that was a very Roland Emmerich scene. <laughs> Uh, I didn't like that, but um, but yeah, the rest of that, like when they go on that actual mission, that felt kind, of, that felt like a video game. Mm. I, that all, all of that felt like Gears of War or something like that. But um, and I, yeah, I enjoyed that stuff. But I, I thought that could have been a separate movie. <laughs> to me, logically, that should have been the point of the whole movie, not this whole kind of seven day going forward and jumping back and all that stuff. It just that didn't make sense to me. But that whole third act makes sense, and I think that should have been the main idea of the whole movie. 
See, I thought when uh, when when I watched the movie and and we got to that point, like or before that point, right before that point, like when Chris Pratt gets back, and you know, his character gets back, he's like kind of like traumatized of everything he's gone through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought because uh, because his daughter tells him in the movie uh, in the in the future that um that you know when 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 she was a little girl that he kind of just drifted away from the family and then he disappeared and abandoned them and uh, that he died like. Uh, uh, a, a couple of years uh prior or whatever and uh i was thinking oh man does this movie just end with like chris pat like depressed and <laughs> abandoning his family <laughs> and i thought that was going to be the ending like him just abandoning his family and i thought that would have uh, been like a, a a pretty dark way to end it but then it kind of goes on for like another like 30 minutes <laughs> well the the rumor is that they the last 30 minutes of that movie was a, reshoots so maybe it originally was this dark ending, but I, I, do you think knows? that would have worked better? Or no, I because I the, I think the third that, that little that last part that last part was the best thing of, of the movie. So I mean the reshoots, the reshoots, yeah, the whole the whole uh, the Russian thing where they try to look for the the crash site. I, I that's the only thing that makes sense to me, and it was probably the best thing about it. I could see that being reshoots because the uh, you could maybe at a test screening for the movie, and I th- they were testing uh, this movie last year, uh, doing test screenings for it. Yeah, the, the, I, could see, I could see I could see people saying like uh, there was there wasn't enough Sam Richardson in the movie, and you know they brought him back <laughs> specifically for the Russian. It made no sense why they brought him back, but you know if 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 the test screening demanded it. Well, this was supposed to come out in theaters last year. It was pushed back because of the pandemic. This was made by Paramount Pictures, and this was sold to Amazon Prime and released on uh, 4th of July weekend, but um, on, on, for, oh, exclusively on Amazon Prime. And, um, yeah. At least we didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I honestly think that this movie would have been a, a blast in movie theaters. Really? Yeah, it would have been better. Yeah, yeah because it, it, it this is this is a type of film that would be better with the crowd because yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of movies are when when they're big, try, big, big try, budget try, movie. Try watching Independence Day two, Independence Day Resurgence. I, I I saw that thing in movie theaters and it was a, a completely miserable experience. <laughs> yeah. I, you see you see something like that and then you get like the Tomorrow War and it's like, well, it's like it's at least it's entertaining. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I was never well. A big, at least that's my perspective. Well, to be honest, I was never a big fan of Independence Day because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I was not actually I was not a big fan of Will Smith until much later in his career. Uh, uh, but um, maybe that's why I didn't really like the Tomorrow War because it reminded me a lot to a lot of uh, Independence Day. But like, uh, yeah, it reminded me a lot of it too. But it, it, it reminded me a lot of action movies that I hated over the years, but like better versions of it. Like, have you guys ever seen that movie um, from 2011, Battle Los Angeles? No, this reminded me a lot of this of that movie, but like Battle Battle Los Angeles, that's another movie. Like I saw it in movie theaters, and it was just such a miserable experience. <laughs> like I, like I just wanted the movie to end. Like I was just bored to death the entire time. And uh, and again, like this uh, this reminded me of that. But I'm like, this movie isn't boring for me. Like yeah. it's this, this isn't a movie that you know. Like I'm like counting down the minutes, checking like the clock every time. I will say though. I was shocked that it went on in the end for like another 30, 40 minutes, like when it seemed like it was over, but I was entertained by it. I was, you know, maybe found a lot of it was thought a lot of it was very stupid. Like how the little kid ended up, you know, saving the day in many ways, like 
of, of all people, right? Like this kid in Chris Pratt's, uh, Chris Pratt's uh, science class. <laughs> if this was really a war movie, uh, I would probably would love it. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big war fan, war film fan. I don't disagree with you, man. I think they could have. There's enough here for two movies, really. <laughs> and I think, I, I think I would have loved if they had expanded more on the war thing. And I would have, I would have loved if they had gone a bit more of a Starship Troopers route, but not necessarily the Starship Troopers like that that Richard's thinking of. More Starship Troopers and the satirical route, because what the government's doing in this movie is effed up. And the movie, the movie should have, I think, really explored that a lot more and added a satirical layer to it. Kind of, that's one of the things I think makes uh, Starship Troopers really hold up the the satirical element to that film, and you know, kind of everything I kind of I had to say because that movie, it was more than just a, a bunch of a bunch of action. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know, Paul. And I think, and I think this movie that you could have done that. I think a lot of the you know the governmental stuff of what they're doing with this whole time travel thing, it's really effed up. They yeah. could have done something with it. They could have done something like Starship Troopers, but the script, the screenplay is horrible. Yeah, and but and Paul Van Hoven, you know, he wanted to make an anti-fascist film with Starship Troopers, and a, and he does it in a very dark, satirical way, like you were saying. Tomorrow War, I don't even, I don't think they understand the global politics of their of the what the film is trying to say. I mean, it, it is trying to be. I guess pro science, but it's also pro military, but it's not pro military. I mean, there's it's all over the place. It's like whatever, wherever the wind blows, you know, they put in they put in you know these elements. Uh, I that's I, I think that's exactly what happened with the screenplay. They just had a bunch of ideas and they they wrote it down. They took a bunch of things from a bunch of movies. They 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 took they put some original things in there, and yeah. it's just a jumbled mess. Yeah. But I think what happened was they they you know the the studio or whatever they bought the screenplay. And it was just laying around, and I think you know, uh, I don't know, the producers and Chris McKay, they they saw it and they're like, you know what? I think we could do something with this. I think we could make an ad, an entertaining action movie. I don't. I think you, yeah, there are ideas that you could have explored and done something great with, mm -hmm. but I think they just wanted to make an entertaining movie because the screenplay was you know trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I right. don't know. But uh, I, and if that and if that was the goal to just make an entertaining movie, then for me it worked. <laughs> Uh, any last words, Rich? Yeah, the best thing about this is probably the title, the the Tomorrow. War. Yeah, Tomorrow I mean, World, the Tomorrow War is a great title. I don't, I don't really <laughs> like the title. <laughs> I think it's a pretty forgettable title. It's a little generic, but oh. I don't really care about titles. I, it's, it's a whatever, right? Well, everyone I, I will the Edge of Tomorrow, so and they wanted what? what I, I yeah, I don't like Edge of Tomorrow that much either as a title either. But it's, I like that movie better. But <laughs> apparently, it was originally titled ghost draft i don't like that yeah i mean i don't i mean i don't know what that means but originally i, I, think I don't it, like that so tomorrow war it's a much better title than that I, I i wanted to say something really quick though before we end this review i also you know really enjoyed you know the casting of a lot of like kind of comedic actors in this film uh, like mike mitchell and uh, mary lynn rajskup and all, you know as we talked about earlier mm -hmm. sam richardson they i don't think they had enough to do in the movie but i i i really like the casting of them because you know it kind of nailed this thing where you know they really were just trying to have regular kind of middle-aged people in the in this military and yeah. i thought that uh i don't know i thought it was cool and and yeah it would have been better if they had also explored the whole commodity thing like you were saying mike they yeah. had the cast to do it but and that was actually I mean, the movie the screenplay is so stuffed <laughs> and that's a that's actually a good uh idea in the movie that 
all the drafty, draftees were like middle-aged guys, middle-aged normal people. I kind of liked that idea. And they could they could have spent a little more time exploring that, but they never did. It had to go it had it had to rush it, you know, they had to rush it to just do more kind of exposition. Who knows maybe maybe they maybe there was originally at one point and they had to um they had to include the the reshoots. So <laughs> they had to cut stuff out. They had to cut stuff out from the beginning. <laughs> Well, that's how the movies are nowadays. It's just all reshoots, reshoots, reshoots. But hey, but the reshoots that, ended up being the, your favorite. That reshoots ended up being yeah. your favorite scene in the movie, though. Yeah, so. yeah it, it did. It did. All right, so that was it for this review of the Tomorrow War. It's now available on Amazon Prime. We all agree it's not the a particularly smart movie. It's it's a dumb kind of action film. A little long. A little long, and it, you know yeah. your miles may vary watching it. I mean, I think some people, some critics have liked enjoyed it, like Raymond. Some critics have uh, not enjoyed it, like us, like me and Rich. And it's so, a very polarizing movie. I mean, <laughs> you really, you really don't know. I, I think you're either going to really enjoy, like I, I, I'm, I'm not giving it higher than a C plus because I, I see all the flaws in the movie. I don't no. think it's, I don't, I think the screenplay is trash, and I think really. A, lo- a lot of the screenplays that we've seen for all of these big budget movies that have been going straight to streaming have been really, really bad. But a, a lot of what has made a, a, a you know, a bulk of them entertain, uh, ent- in, uh, you know, passable in my opinion is that a lot of them have been very enjoyable and very entertaining. And uh, this, this luckily for me, um, just barely got by, I guess. And the rec- recommendation. Barely got a recommendation. All right. So that was our review of the Tomorrow War. Uh, Rich, if people want to hear our past episodes, where can they go? They could find us on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, or even iHeartRadio. But they could find all our links on InsideFlix.com. All right. That was it for this episode of Inside Flix. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back with a new episode very soon. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.